Daryl T. 93.9 The Lake. It is an optimistic Tuesday, folks. We were able to kind of adjust our schedules because he's got a closed session that he just got out of, and then he's got another meeting he has to go to, Cody Bass. And I keep saying, you got to slip the city manager some of those gummies, Cody. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would have said, you know, two or three city I almost would have made we did slip them a gummy. But uh, honestly, our city manager now, Joe, is just, uh, man, he's a good guy. He's really done a lot in this last year uh, to improve the culture here at the city in so many ways. Um, and it, he's, he's actually not one. I can remember one that I think you may have known pretty well that could have used probably a whole tin of gummy. Yeah, I slept with that one. I should have. I should have embraced her with gummies. Hey, so it sounds like you're in transit right now. Are you actually driving over to the uh, city council meeting right now? You, you know, actually, I just I jumped in my car. I'm out in the parking lot just because uh, we, we had closed session at 830, and then our uh, public meeting will start at 9. Right. And thankfully, it was a really short, closed session, so we got it done. And um, anyways, I just jumped in the car, and it switched over to Bluetooth. But no, I'm, I'm good oh, here. Okay. It's a beautiful day. Uh, nice to see <laughs> Not so much smoke in the basin, so I know. Uh, but man, I'll, yeah, it's uh, you yeah. know, it's wild. It's August second, and we're kind of like August third. You know, it's August third already. I know. Yeah. Hey, let, before you before you get started, and remember, we're live on the air. Is uh, a closed session? Is that the thing where you go? I know the answer, but I just want to hear it from you. Where you just kind of go like, all right, this is the stuff that we don't want anybody to know about, and we could say we can call people names that wouldn't be deemed appropriate. So let's keep it a, a closed session right now. You know, something like that. Yeah. Well, you know what it is, is uh, there's only a few things. There's certain items that can be done in closed session. So like negotiations right. around all of our labor, real estate transactions, and then also litigation. Oh, uh, so, yeah. it's, you know, it, I always used to. Well, actually, I think that there was times in this city where, where those <laughs> things would take place. Uh I will say now, really, are we really do run kind of by the book, and um, yes, you know, really these days in the city, man, we're transparent. We yes. don't have you know all of these lawsuits. I mean, I can remember five years ago where, man, the amount of litigation that was going on, the Did amount of lawsuits, smell? the things that were happening behind closed doors, it was it was unreal, really, and um, it's really changed. I can say in the last two two and a half years that I've been a part of it, um, man, we have you know, like a tenth of the amount of litigation. Oh. And, uh, I mean, just a lot, we've really, there's been a lot of change in the culture, um, just been around the way that we operate. And I'd say generally like the administration as well as the council, just the way that we think and approach things, oh, uh, God, has really yes. changed in a big way. You know, it's interesting. Cause I remember when the C would hire all these consultants, man, they spent a ton of, I almost said the S word, a ton of money and it's stuff that could have been probably done in house. And then there was other things and it was, it's kind of just kind of kicked everything down the road, kicked the can, you know, and you're right about the, uh, Transparency is much more evident, I think, because a lot of you guys who ran for city council, you saw the BS that was going on behind the scenes like I did when I was sleeping with the city manager. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I honestly, I was, uh, you know, before this, I was actually target of a lot of that. You know, I mean, I lived I through it in a personal way in so many senses. And so, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, when I became city council i was absolutely not going to allow that for you know my fellow constituents citizens family friends all of that just because 
it's not the way that it should be. Uh, you know, the city and the government really is the people's business. And yeah. the people have the full right to understand and, and know about all of it and participate and be a part of it, uh, influence it. All of the things that really get us to the best place for what can be some very complex issues. You oh, know, I mean, without a doubt, man. It's just, we have our fair share, you know. I wish um, I wish the Tower Wellness Center was like next door to where I lived out off North Upper Truckee back in the, back in the day. It would have been so much easier going, look, uh, I can't handle this. I need to go next door. They're open all night, only on Thursdays. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> yes. Well, I, and it is that, you know, I, I swear that's going to be one of the coolest things about when we bring back consumption. So we'll be able to bring back consumption, hopefully by about around October, when oh. we move into our new space, our existing space, we'll then be able to be a consumption lounge. So 21 plus, uh, oh, wow. but anybody that, you know, wants to not only come and purchase cannabis, they'll also be able to consume it. And that really did create kind of that same social aspect uh, that some people use a bar for in a certain sense, you know, a place right. where you can go and oh, socialize, hey. get somewhat get a head change and, and be in a, in an area or a space that's maybe not your home uh, that you become right. comfortable with. And um, it'll be a great thing, man. I mean, that was part of our, uh, you know, that, that was part of our environment, our mission for the first nine years. And then we had to stop it mainly because the city, the state actually wants a separation between the dispensary and the consumption lounge. Um, and that's one of the bigger reasons for us to be doing this remodel um, is to be able to bring that back in a, in a compliant and legal way. But again, it, you know what you were saying, like when you need that escape, right? You need that kind of that right. portal, that place to go. Um, and so much better than alcohol. I mean, I, I think this is going to be one of the greatest social changes that uh, cannabis introduces is the social consumption of it. And the ability for people to feel like, hey, I got a place to meet my friends. I'm not going to end up, you know, completely wasted on alcohol that I don't remember what happened the next morning and I feel terrible. Um, you're actually going to feel, you know, be uplifted. Be able right. to connect. Cannabis honestly connects you with people way better than alcohol. I mean, you'll meet people be traveling the world and, and for me at least forever always something that's brought me together with great people with great conversation and really good vibes has been the sharing of cannabis and um anywhere you go in the world i, I mean it's uh, it's an amazing thing so as we do that in a social way a legal way we take out the paranoia and the, the edges that all of that creates uh, see, it'll just be an awesome thing see now i i know i never get invited to the um the focus groups, the marketing meetings and stuff like that, because they think, what, what could he possibly offer? But I've got a lot of uh, comedic friends that are Native Americans, you know, and they're and they've hooked me up with. Uh, I've done actually one of the, one of the few white Jews that did a, a Indian casino gig, and so I got to know a lot of the elders and stuff. So it was kind of fun, and and I thought, you know what? Why don't we, why don't we partner Tahoe Wellness Center with one of these um, tribal tribal reservations that way you could be considered on sovereign you'd be a sovereign nation so you could do what the hell you want and give the finger to the government you know yeah right on no, Can, you can't do that come on definitely i mean the, the natives have been using this on this land i know for, you know, I know millennia i mean it's uh it's part of their culture right for That's such what, a long time you know i just um, think it'd be a nice honestly <laughs> some of those old chiefs and medicine men i mean you know they've got recipes combining this with other herbs that grow in, in our ecosystem that right. I guarantee you are some of the most healing, um, you know, some of the most healing plants and, and combination of plants and herbs that you could ever use. Um, it'd be amazing to be able to, to really connect yeah. with those guys on the true knowledge and understanding that they have of these things. Cause, um, 
you know it runs deep oh, for thousands of years. Exactly, know? man. And that's why I I think we should get look at look at I'm actually inviting uh, guest speakers to TWC. I think you should have someone from from one of the the tribal nations that you know that, that specializes because man, I used to get. High up in Helena, Montana, over there's a there's a uh, Indian reservation up there, and man, it was I I heard so much history, so much lineage from what's in the peace pipe, which I had no idea, you know. Well, and I can only imagine some of the genetics that they then seeds that they continue to hold that really yeah, line up with exactly. where they're you know where they're located in their territories and tribes, and that's what I mean. Uh, because yeah. a lot of cannabis is based around you know geographically where. Uh, the seeds have been, you know, produced from and, uh, you know, crossed. They, they they work best kind of like wine within what could be considered like an Appalachian. But yeah. from back in that indigenous day, it would have been really like their territory of, of where their tribes all existed. And so, yeah, you could only imagine um, some of the seed stock and some of the genetics that they would be able to provide. It's, um, you know, it's really interesting. But at the same point, you know, we also went through those sovereign nations as we did throughout the whole globe Mm -hmm. uh, in pushing the drug policy and really eradicating the ability to grow. Um, And the the native tribes weren't left alone in that, you know, so there was this last 30, 40 years of like kind of, well, that's really illegal and certain tribes, you know, would not allow it because they didn't want federal interference, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Now that being said, I've, I'm doing more research. Every time you and I chat, I know we don't get a whole lot of time, but I'll actually further the discussion by looking at um, stuff I find online, and then I'll ask people I know that, are, like yourself, you're probably the most knowledgeable person on this topic. But there's there's like so much expansion going on and stuff coming in. At first, I only, you know, used to just smoke just so I could forget about the worries of you know college life or I had an exam. You just wanted to get high and space out, you know. And then there was medicinal purposes and and I found a new way. And then through you I found ways where you could actually cook and use this real organic substance as a substitute for all the other GMO BS stuff I was putting into my food. And then now there's even they're finding out other ways that are just not just relaxing, but can actually lower stress level, anxiety and all the things that come with a pandemic, you know. Well, absolutely. I mean, I would say that, you know, as you learn the cannabis that's specifically good and and works for you, there there are multiple, um, you know, we've always in the traditional sense called it sativa, indica, the kind of hybrid, but you're starting to see a lot of cannabis brands start to kind of label it in more of a um, chill or uplifting um, or, you know, um, mind opening. There's different, you know, um, acronyms they're basically pointing to rather than the kind of indica and sativa. And the reason for that is it right. just simplifies for the consumer the effect. And um, and that's a good thing in a lot of ways. I still, and we at Tahoe Wellness, really still try to you know teach that traditional breakdown of what is an indica, why it's indica, which is, you know, it's farther away from the equator, um, bred farther oh. away. And then you've got your sativas, which are grown much closer to the equator, but they're you know, much larger plants, they have longer days of light, and therefore the, the effect from them is much more uplifting. Um, some people, you know, you can even use it to start your day. Right. Uh, because some people like myself, you know, my mind will really race a lot if I don't use something to kind of slow it down and be able to, to really gather my thoughts in a better way. 
um, man, if I don't use cannabis, generally my mind is moving fast and, um, and it's too fast sometimes, yeah. you know, I need that, Reason. I need that kind of slowdown, you know? Now, now what kind of, I am, how much has progressed as far in the, on the medical front? I'm, and I'm thinking about this with, with different, um, you know, diseases out there, not necessarily what we're going through now. I mean, cause obviously I'm sure they tested everything, but have there been case studies where, um, cannabis has helped solve some other diseases, maybe not as intense as what we're going through now and all the variants involved, but just other ones that were kind of common that have been proven to show they could be, you know, actually in check through, through medical research. So, you know, what's great is that's, that's on the way. There's no doubt. Uh, basically, Israel, prior to about a year and a half ago, was the only country that was engaged at a national level, um, you know, using their medical system and science right. to really research cannabis in a big way. Yeah. Um, and they've had small breakthroughs, but nothing that we know is what's like a clinical trial or anything that would allow us to, right. um, you know, get the FDA approval, those kind of things. Well, what's really amazing is that for the first time in history, um, we've now given out 16 licenses that the EA for no studying kidding. cannabis wow. and the effects it can use in medicine. And so, 16 new universities just over the last year and a half have now these these licenses. But prior to that, right. we had one university, which is the University of Mississippi, um, and they had a project growing cannabis for medical purposes. And there was actually 17 medicinal patients that would be mailed 300 joints a month in a middle 10, really low quality cannabis. And they would have to give, you know, the, the effects back. And a lot of these patients were, um, you know, high level cancer patients really difficult to get this approval. Right. Um, but right, right. It, it, it has been what's proven that the federal government has known without a doubt that there's medical, um, benefits. you know, that there's yeah. medical benefits here. Totally. And that has made it, uh, you know, that that's made it to where there's no doubt that they know that. And the fact that, you know, they kept it away and didn't allow further research uh, is what it is. But what's great is we've kind of moved, we've moved beyond that. And so, It'll take, I mean, it takes years to get through clinical studies and all of that. Right. Um, but I can tell you as a dispensary owner the last, you know, coming on 13 years, um, the amount of people that I have watched to see real medical benefits and see cancer, you know, completely go away mm-hmm. uh, from the, the use of cannabis is mind-blowing. Um, I mean, it's almost, you know, it's an occurrence that happens very commonly and so what I know That's to be awesome, true is man. that these uh, the results of this research is going to be absolutely amazing, um, and yeah, it, it's it's exciting times because again, for a long time, being a Schedule One substance meant no research uh, benefits, no medical benefits, and therefore it was you know any any university that would have broken that law and like studied a Schedule One substance could lose all their funding for. Wow. Uh, from from the federal government, all their grants, everything. So it's not a question. It just didn't, it wasn't allowed anywhere. Right. And um, so anyways, yeah, we're moving to a new time with that. And it's really exciting uh, for sure. So I know um, I I can hear your car actually parking. I'm actually envisioning it. And I know you, I know you got to take off and do a city council meeting. Hey, what would be a good birthday present to get uh, for someone that's cannabis related. Do, they, do you have like a little gift? Like, here's a little sample, like a stocking stuffer for somebody's uh, birthday or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have gift packs throughout the really? times of the year. I mean, of course, during <laughs> the holidays, we have a lot of different gift packs. Okay. Uh, 
But, yeah, check in with us. I mean, sometimes we definitely have different specials, or, you know, different gift packs and that kind of thing. So definitely check in with us and we'll... Uh, I'll check. Yeah, because um, today, today's Alan's birthday from the Moose Lodge, and I thought, wow, if a guy hangs out with images of moose all over, I thought he could probably use something to take the edge off, you know? Nice, man. Yeah, yeah. Come by. <laughs> I'm going to be in council here it's a, little, a little bit later today. It's a okay. long meeting, but uh, just text me. I'd love to see you. Definitely, I'll, I'll get you some... Some good gifts for okay. him. I've got some things in my office right. that he'll love. And then when you um, see, when you see Joe Irvin, tell him gummies for the city manager. Yeah, yeah, right on. Awesome. Hey, a couple of quick things that we yeah. got going on this week. Camilla, which is a woman-owned brand, they're doing a, a demo on the uh, Wednesday tomorrow, eleven to two. Oh, cool. uh, mixing up these non-infused mocktails that are cannabis infused. That'll be super great. Right. Uh, you can buy an eighth, also get a pre-roll for a buck. Uh, buy a mango zen and get a chai for a, uh, or cocoa for a buck. Uh, the other thing is Live at Lakeview starts on Thursday. We're right, uh, right. title sponsors of that event, which is going to be an amazing event, 4.30 to 8.30, of course, every Thursday. Uh, but we'll have a booth there, and that's a great place if you want to come and talk with me, with my bud tenders. We're going to be set up there, and you can definitely come and uh, check us out. Oh, uh, man. A couple other things. Yeah, so I mean, it's man. I'm so excited to see this event come back. Oh, I know, and I've got and and, and yeah. I've got I've got Leslie Schultz on tomorrow, so we'll make sure that we uh, promote that as well. That you'll have a boot there, and another reason to head down there to see live music. You guys will be represented as well. That's pretty nice. Yeah, no, it's exciting. And then two new brands, real quick. We got Rosin Tech Extracts, which is an amazing hash company. They got this garlic juice live resin that's unreal. Um, and then Artet, which is a non-alcoholic oh. cannabis infused aperitif. So um, it's a really cool, uh, you know, blend of botanicals and just a really great, um, you know, aperitif to, to have after dinner or mix with a cocktail. There's some really cool products there. So that's called Artet. Come check us out. You know, we're open every day, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're there for, for the community and there to show you all the cannabis products we got. Oh, cool. Hey, man, we'll have a great meeting and I hope it goes uh, pretty stress-free. Yeah, right on. Have a great day, Howie. <laughs> All right. Say hi to Tammy. All Talk right. to you later. Bye. <laughs> yes, will do. Bye-bye. Bye.